Hey friends, welcome to this week's episode of Not Your Mama's Podcast. I'm so excited. Today we have Katie Bramlett on and she is the CEO and co-founder of We Shape. And I cannot wait to dive into today's topic. So Katie, before we do, can you give the audience a little bit about your background, explain what We Shape is so we can become more familiar with you? Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so grateful to be here. Um, Yes. So I've been in the fitness industry for a couple decades now, my co-founder and partner as well. We actually used to run a different fitness company and we're doing very well with that company. We had made the Inc. 500 three times. We were offering people essentially body transformation programs Mm -hmm. rooted in diets and crazy exercise plans. And we kind of started noticing a trend after we had taken thousands of people through body transformations. When that scale changed, when that number was the number they quote unquote wanted, the happiness from that success was either like short lived or was still not good enough. And we Mm -hmm. thought, oh my God, we're heading down the wrong path. We're actually not really helping people in the way that we had hoped. Where can we go? So we decided to stop operating that company and we started self-investing in a technology-driven at-home workout product that is extremely customizable. So it's like real-time interaction with the client Okay. and you need no equipment or anything. Uh, I like to say behind the scenes, it's kind of a complicated technology setup, but from the user experience, it's very simple. They just push play and we offer you an exercise plan that's rooted in movement and what we believe the human body needs, which is not explosive, crazy exercise plans, sweating until you feel like you're going to throw up. We kind of are debunking this whole idea behind no pain, no gain. Like that Mm -hmm. doesn't really exist in our world. We think Mm -hmm. that's actually a setup. Um, On top of that, we are really trying to pave a completely new path in the fitness industry that's rooted in self-acceptance, that's rooted in taking care of your body and not things like the number on the scale or making sure you look a certain way on social media. We're really trying to figure out a way to connect with our community so they can show up for their workouts with different intentions because we've been there. And getting that number on the scale does not make people happy. So why would this be a good program for, let's say, like a busy mom and things like that? Um, Because you can take your workouts into your own hand, press play, do it on your own schedule um, type of stuff. Yeah, our workouts are 30 minutes or less. Mm -hmm. Um, Again, they're extremely customizable. So if you have a problem with your shoulder, like we can correct, we can give you the correct exercises based on your unique needs. But I think more than that, you know, as a mom of two myself, um, a couple years ago, I started realizing how much energy I held around making sure we ate a certain way, making sure I did the right exercise. It wasn't until I started shifting my intention in terms of why am I doing this? What is, is this actually serving me mm-hmm. that I realized I was, I was checking a lot of boxes, but the boxes weren't mine. They were not standards or expectations that I was creating. They were standards and expectations placed on me by society, by culture, exactly. by friends, by social media. Yeah, And I'll tell you, joining our community And sort of cracking that door to curiosity and understanding, wait, maybe I could go about this in a different way. I, yes, the workouts are convenient. You can do them anywhere, but the amount of energetic weight 
I got to release, when I got to shift my intention for why I was working out and what I was actually trying to accomplish, I mean, I didn't even know I was giving that part of my life so much energy until I put it down and said, I'm not going to carry that anymore. And no, it is exhausting. We do have all these pressures from the outside world saying that we have to like be a certain way, achieve all these things. And it's exhausting, especially they put these expectations on women. And also I think men suffer in silence as well um, with, with their health and, and mental well-being and things like that and what they're supposed to live up to the standards of society. But, you know, us as women, um, since we are living this life, it is tough. You know, because it's exhausting having to fulfill and live up to this expectation of who you're supposed to be, you know, and that comes into that toxic culture, that toxic weight loss culture. And so um, what are your thoughts on how women can kind of like change their perspective on not having such that burden on them to get to that, you know, heavy burden of like the weight scale thing that we were talking about earlier? Well, the first thing I tell people is if they're open, like bail on your scale. Like I just threw my scales in the recycling. <laughs> I said, mm-hmm. I'm not even going to like let this be a definition of worth anymore. Mm-hmm. The second thing I like to ask people is like, how is your current methodology of approaching your wellness working for you? And if you can get really honest, like I used to, two years ago, three years ago, it's great. I'm great. It's great. And it's like when I really sat with that question, I'm like, I'm exhausted. I am so sick of trying to meet certain standards, making sure every meal is quote unquote perfect. Like this is exhausting. I hadn't even really realized that I was participating in that narrative. It's really Mm -hmm. asking the question and getting quiet and being open because if you're not open, you're just going to have blinders on and you're just going to believe that that's how denial works. You just get to believe the narrative that you have. So Mm -hmm. I think one of the things that I would say to women is that all of these standards and expectations Um, aren't real. (laughs) They were made up. And we get to decide which ones fit us and make us happy and make us content and allow us self-acceptance and which ones we go, actually, that is causing me a lot of suffering and stress. And I just don't want to do it anymore. Mm -hmm. And it reminds me of the time I... um, I had this incredible therapist. I I particularly chose her because she made me a little bit uncomfortable. And I was like, okay, I should probably pick her. That was kind of my first clue. And I'll never forget after one session, she looked at me and she said, Katie, do you know that you're like worthy as a human being, regardless of anything you do? Like, regardless of how you are as a mom, how you are in your company, how much work you get done in a day, the diet that you follow, the way your body looks like all those things could like, those don't matter. You just get to inherently have worth. And I just sat there in silence for a good number of minutes because hadn't really thought about my worth in that way. And I think that we just going, 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 we're executing, we're not connecting. And when we connect with those ways that we are executing, we may say, see things in our life that go, wow, I don't know if that's really serving me anymore. Yeah. It's almost like we put our worth and our value of of ourselves on our achievements in life, not just like being who we are, like just existing, like the soul inside of us, smile on our face, like just the energy we give, just walking in a room is like worthy enough of like everything. And it's hard because in the American culture, it's all like the American dream is like hustle, get the money, get the house, do all these things. And if you don't reach those things and you aren't worth anything but it's not true I mean we just put that up on um, on standards and on scales and 
you know, that even hit me too. And it's like, you're worth everything, just being who you are, just being alive. Like you're totally worth it. And I feel like women get lost in that because then they feel that they're not worth it because they're not meeting those expectations. They're not having those healthy meals. They're not, you know, working out all the time, the pain, the pain game, whatever you're talking about. And then we just kind of get in our minds and then we're not able to show up how we really should be showing up because we have our gremlin in our head telling us how bad or where we missed and where we failed. And, you know, that's something that I'm working on too. So I think it's great to have a program like yours to where someone can come and feel safe, you know, and that they can know that they have a community that they can rely on. And it's not about the scale. It's just about how you feel and like making yourself feel good and not having that pressure. So I think it's amazing that you came up with um, we shape. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah. I mean, I think what you're saying too, is this idea that when we can figure out a way to deepen the connection with ourselves, we over time need less and less and less of that external um, expectation that's put on us. So it's sort mm-hmm. of like, I really wanted we shape to mean incredible fitness product, but I also wanted to create a community of people who came together and said, okay, We've tried all these diets and exercise plans. They really didn't serve us in the long run. What could I do that's good for my mind, my body, and my soul? Mm-hmm. And so that's why we created We Shape. So it's not even just the fitness product. We also have daily community calls where people call and we just get to connect with one another and have discussions. We have our own podcast. We have a podcast discussion group. Like I want to get to the deeper roots of these things. So it's like oftentimes people come in and I'm like, I'm here for my workout. And I'm like, surprise, we're actually going to dissect some of the psychological, emotional, and social things also, because they're a part of our experience as human beings. And I've, I've helped thousands of people transform their bodies and watched how miserable they were. So I can promise you that's not a path that's really going to be fulfilling. So how do I get people to connect with themselves? Well, usually it starts with the body and, and then we, we move from there. No, that's really beautiful. Cause you're right. You can achieve the things that you want, but if you don't have like the right mental state and like the love for yourself that you're supposed to have, you're never going to be satisfied with, with anything. And life is a mental game. It's chess. And you really got to love yourself in order to thrive and be able to take the hardships and the toughs and the ups and downs. And I think it's great that you have a program that focuses on like the emotional well-being and connecting to body, because I think that's more important than the actual physical workout, to be honest with you. I mean, absolutely. And that's why when people come in, I'm like, let's evaluate those intentions and why you're here. Because Mm -hmm. if you're here to achieve a number on a scale, I already know that I'm not going to be serving you to the best of my ability. It's how do I, you know, I I like to give this analogy of like, I feel like we all have these two voices inside. It's like our true self, our, our, our all knowing inner wisdom and like the external world that we live in. And I think as we grow up, that external dial just gets turned to 10 and that internal dial gets turned to like one or two. And like, how can we just get the internal dial? We can't turn the external off. It doesn't go away. We live in the world. But how can we um, get that external dial turned down just a little bit and that ex- that internal dial turned up just a little louder so that when we're, we're when we're do- doing the day to day, when we're immersed in life, we can go, I know I'm making decisions that allow me to connect with me and not try to fulfill an expectation of other. And I yeah. think that that's a really powerful endeavor. I think it's a it's a worthwhile one. Totally. I 100 percent agree. I, I love that. And um I I feel that also when we 
put ourselves first, we just show up better for everyone, you know? And I just really like this program because I think that your mental health is like the number one thing that's going to get you to exceed in all of your dreams and your goals and what you want to do in your life. So I love that. So before Katie, we dive into my four questions, I ask all my guests, is there anything else you would like the audience to know about this wonderful program? I highly suggest like any mom, any new mom, you're struggling with your mental health or physicalness, like definitely check out We Shape. Yeah, I'd love to offer your listeners a link where they can give us a two-week free trial. Uh, WeShape.com forward slash The Fancy Life. I'm sorry, The Francy Life. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, WeShape.com forward slash The Francy Life. And yeah, we're just a community of people who want to offer non-judgment and a deeper connection with self through working out together, creating community, and really addressing some of these deeper things. Perfect. Okay, Katie. Well, I cannot wait to dive into my questions and know what your answers are. So my first question to you is who and what inspires you? I mean, there's, I, it's so hard to narrow it down to a specific person, but I will say literally I'm coming to a point in my life where it doesn't have to be someone who has a lot of popularity and fame. The people in life that inspire me the most are the people that I can see connecting with themselves and taking brave and courageous action to do what they feel is best for them, despite what culture and society and different constructs tell them to do. So I try to look for that in people. I'm like, oh, where are you staying true to you? That is so inspirational to me and allows me to to further my own courageous endeavor in that. Perfect. That's a great answer. And then my second question to you is, what is something you wished you knew when you were younger? that everything is made up. (laughs) All the rules (laughs) of life aren't really anything other than something that somebody told you and that those voices in your head that say you can't or you shouldn't or you won't most likely aren't your true voice. They were just the voice of culture or caregivers or friends or family. And there's a deeper voice inside that really knows the way. Perfect. And you know what? If there's something that's inside of you that you have a desire for and it scares you, go for it because most likely it's for you. You know what I mean? So that's also a good reminder too, you know? And then I love that you still have to have like that bravery to go for it, forward and do it regardless of what friends, society say. So I I like how- I'm scared every day about We Shape. (laughs) We are not doing what the fitness industry has told us is successful. In fact, I've had many people in our space say, that's a cool idea, but you won't be able to run that business successfully. So I have to wake up every day and get rooted and grounded in my own truth and thank people for their opinions and move forward anyway. And that's some scary stuff once in a while. Yeah, Yeah. no, but I think that you have like a unique part of it because people do miss the mental, the mental part of it and really connecting to yourself, you know? So I think that you definitely have room for space for that because a lot of it's just like work out, see you next week, you know, or see you tomorrow. And then you're off doing your day. And so I I like that you have that for people so they can break down their social and emotional awareness. Um, So anytime people come into the product, I always tell them like, do the workout, but please come to the calls. That's where the real work happens is when we connect with each other. Mm -hmm. And then my third question is, what's the essential part of your daily routine? Um, So I would say every morning I try to do at least 10 to 20 minutes alone where I just literally feel my feet on the ground, where I offer gratitude and 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 ask for guidance and 
Um, it's just that solo time where my mind can get a little bit quiet that can get me rooted in the ground before I'm about to take on the day. So a little bit of alone time every morning. Perfect. And then my last question is the best advice you've ever received. Some of the, there's a lot of different things, but I would say one of them is um, a willingness to be willing will take you so far. So just the willingness to be willing to open your mind, expand your belief systems, try something, experiment, um, that has taken me further than I ever anticipated. I love that. I've never heard that. So that's a good one. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. It's taken me, it's taken me like, for instance, um, I would never have bought, I bought this book recently called Food is Not Medicine. And I would have never purchased that book a number of years ago. I'd be like, I know it is. And now I'm like, maybe I don't. Maybe I'm just going to have a willingness to be willing about other perspectives. <laughs> exactly. Open mind. I love it. Well, Katie, thank you so much for coming on this week's episode of Not Your Mama's Podcast. I love this conversation. All of her links are down below in the show notes. Don't be shy. Go say hi. And I hope to see you all in the next one. Thanks for listening. Thanks.